kept trying to join things that somebody else had started because I wasn't sure a hundred percent if I knew what I wanted, but I was like, if I join this person's project or this person's company, then I can just like go along for the ride and help build their dream. And it won't be risk as risky to me. And it'll just be exciting to be on a ride with somebody who already knows what they're doing because entrepreneurship can be super scary and we don't all want to do it by ourselves. I had joined a company. I did believe in what they were doing. It wasn't mine. And that was an issue, right? Like I wanted to build something for me, but I was denying it, right? So I did that. It didn't work out and I left that company and I was like, you know what, entrepreneurship, I guess I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna go get a regular job. After I left a six-figure business income, was an entrepreneur, joined another company, now I'm going to another job because I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. That lasted three months because Monique was like, no, this is not what I was meant to be doing. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen. It's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. What is going on? What's going on? We are back. Welcome to the Dirty 30 Live, my lovelies. If it's your first time here, my name is Monique Bryan, and we talk all things personal branding every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Happy Monday, my beauties. Happy Monday. Yes. Yes. I am so excited because I like, first of all, weather is amazing. Second of all, I have this, the, the feeling that Toronto is going to be opening up is actually, it's like reality, not just like in Monique's head, but like in reality, like this is happening. It's like when I'm not here for a week, it's like, what do you guys do with yourselves? I don't know. Enjoy your Mondays. No, because there's no enjoyment without me here, right? right. Today, I'm going to be talking about ways you can be sharing your story because I've had a few people ask me this over the years, but it's come up a lot as I've just opened, well, open and close the um, Juicy Brand On Demand Accelerator. And this was a question that came up inside of the group. And I was like, this is a really good question and definitely needs to be addressed. Because as we step out into the spotlight, that's something that may not come naturally to you, or it's something that you struggle with. It's like, how much of my story do I share? How do I start sharing my story? What stuff do I put out there? What stuff do I hold back? What stuff is relevant? What do people want to know? Like all of that matters. All of it matters. So I'm going to give you some of the steps today on how you can start sharing your story. And I really want you to take it on and start implementing it because here's the thing. We all have a story to share. We all have come from somewhere. We all have our very own unique experiences and it has a big impact on our brand and who we are and how people connect with us. Our story is what makes us uniquely unique 
right? Like there, you can't compete with people who have a bigger following, who've been in the game longer than you, may have more connections than you, all of those things. And I'm not asking you to, because you need to lean into your story and own where you are. Okay, that's the only thing you need to be doing. In order for you to share your story, you've got to be clear on your story, right? You've got to know who you are, who you help, where you've come from, and how that impacts the thing that you offer, the people that you serve, all of that. So all of it comes together, but you have to sit and take time to write it out for yourself, right? And for everybody who comes into my program, I always make them do something called your juicy claim to fame. And I've done a live on this before. And it's like, what are all of the accomplishments, achievements, trainings, certifications, things you've overcome that you can really use to point to your success, your awesomeness, what makes you amazing and write it out for yourself because it's very easy to forget how awesome we are. So write it down somewhere that you can go tap in and revisit it whenever you're not feeling it. Whenever you're like, I don't know what makes me successful. I don't know why I'm the one. I don't know why people would choose me. All of that stuff, we need to be squashing it. You need to go and look at your list, your juicy claim to fame, and remind yourself of how awesome you are. So here are some of the things that you can do to start sharing your story today. So number one thing, and this is not in this is not in any order of importance. This is just like tips and tricks you need to go take because guys, online is super crowded right now. So you have to be someone who's going to do something that's going to have you stand out. So one of those things is sharing yourself. First step you can take is share the quote unquote what happened. What is the catalyst in your story? What happened that had you decide to launch this product, launch this business, do this offer, or speak on your topic? What was the catalyst? Everybody wants to know why you, what happened? And a lot of the times it's like the what happened is one thing. And then what did you decide based on what happened? Because the what you decide on what you, what happened is now a belief that you walk into and now this is how you serve, right? So if I use my own story as an example, what happened, Monique has been a serial entrepreneur since 2008, 2009. Don't tell anyone. It is what it is. <laughs> she comes from the corporate space, but that is Monique's journey. However, the what, why Monique has the business she has today, the what happened was Monique was working in all of these different businesses and leaning on other people to help her find, basically it's like, okay, so I joined a company that I kept trying to join things that somebody else had started because I wasn't sure a hundred percent if I knew what I wanted, but I was like, if I join this person's project or this person's company, then I can just like go along for the ride and help build their dream. And it won't be risky to as risky to me. And it'll just be exciting to be on a ride with somebody who already knows what they're doing because entrepreneurship can be super scary and we don't all want to do it by ourselves. So I had joined a company. I did believe in what they were doing. It wasn't mine. And that was an issue, right? Like I wanted to build something for me, but I was denying it, right? So I did that. It didn't work out and I left that company and I was like, you know what, entrepreneurship, I guess I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna go and join a company. I'm just gonna go get a regular job. So I went and got it, after I left a six-figure business income, 
was an entrepreneur, joined another company. Now I'm going to another job because I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. That lasted three months because Monique was like, no, this is not what I was meant to be doing. However, the more I delayed my life, this is how I, I have that, that God had, had intervened and decided how this was going to go. I got diagnosed with breast cancer three months into that job. I was doing well. I was getting promoted, but I didn't love it. And I took that as a sign. Like, Monique, you have, you think you have all the time in the world. You're acting scared. You're operating scared. And now you have to go and deal with this life-threatening disease. And you may not have a second chance. So if you get one, you better damn well not waste it. Like, that's how I interpreted this, right? So that is the what happened. What I decided was I'm not going to waste one more minute not living my most fulfilled life, period. That's what I decided. And then I took that as into my business, which I was like, I'm going to go help other women realize that too, because I don't want them to be shook to their core before they go after what they want. It doesn't have to be that way. A lot of the times that it is that way. So that is what I decided to do. And that's how I got the business. I created the business I have now because Now that I had this gusto and I was like, yes, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to go help women build their business and launch it into the world. And you need to use your story to do that. However, just because you made that decision doesn't mean anyone's paying attention. And what I realized is we're all judging a book by its cover, no matter how brilliant the author. And I started to focus on the things that grab attention, like, and the aesthetics and the messaging and the energy and the voice, basically personal branding, all of those pieces. So that's how the business came to be, right? So for yourself, how you can start sharing your story, share the what happened. What was the catalyst and what did you decide based on what happened? Charmaine is saying, none of us have the luxury to wait. We just think we do. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. And then here's tip number two, share your before and after stories. The people you have helped. So there's the before and after story for yourself, but there's the before and after story for the people you serve and the people you've worked with. Because people want to know, what is it that you've helped people with? What makes you qualified? Why are you the one? Right? So who have you helped? Where were they before they worked with you? What were they struggling with? And where where are they now after they've worked with you? These are the keys, right? So where were they before? What did you do? And where are they now? That's what people buy into. They buy into that. They want the after story. The before is the where they're at. So if you can identify that for people, they're like, okay, I totally get that. I would love to see what you offer. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is show the behind the scenes of who you are. Show the behind the scenes of who you are. And if anyone who's joining, we're talking today about how you can start sharing your story online with your people, with your audience, with the world. Right. So number three is share, show the behind the scenes of who you are, because people want to work with people that they like and they think they know and they think they get and they think that they get them. That's who people want to work with. Right. So this is a big challenge for a lot of my clients. It's the Monique. How much of myself and my life do I show? And here's what I'd like to tell them. Don't put anything online that you wouldn't put on a billboard. So if you don't want your business out there where people are like you're driving down the street, you're driving, you know, if you're in Toronto, you're driving down the gardener and there's a big billboard with your business on it. Don't, don't put anything online that you wouldn't want on a billboard. Okay. So that's rule number one. And then the other thing is don't share anything that you're not healed from, right? So if you're going to share a part of you that's really raw and vulnerable, 
and you're going to get really triggered by other people having an opinion about it, commenting about it, then maybe now's not the time to share that because everyone's got two, three, four, five cents to say about something. You really want to be self-aware, right? Like check in with yourself. What stuff are you like, I'm going to be super triggered if I have to get into an online battle with someone about this. This is really personal to me. It's really triggering. I'm really sensitive about it. Then just don't share that. Okay. You don't need to share all of your life. You're not being inauthentic by not sharing all of your life. And that's what people think. They're like, I have to either share all of my life or I'm not sharing my life and then I'm not being my authentic self. No, your personal brand is a cure is a curated experience of you out there in the world, period. You get to decide how much people see. So for example, anyone who's been following knows I have my, I have a husband. His name is Corey. I love him. I talk about him all the time. I adore him. He's like my yin and my yang. And I always joke about how I would have way more followers and get way more brand deals if I could put my husband on my feed because he's super hot and he's like very private. He's a very private person. He doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't like go online and have photos of him out there. Like he is like, where's Waldo? You would never know this about him. Okay. So he is not, if I take a picture of him, it's with his permission, right? There's no sneak and, and, and videotape, none of that right? But that's a part of my life that I don't share. And not just the photos, but there's a lot of our relationship stuff. I don't share unless I had permission to share things like that, right? So there's things about Monique you you may never know. And those are just private things. And they have nothing to do with how I serve my clients. So they don't need to be shared, right? You want to just remember, we are not all influencers and Kim Kardashians where we need to be like, sharing every little inkling of our life. No, we're not Kardashians. We don't need all of that, right? But share the things that would benefit your audience and benefit your client. Always think about the lessons in the things that you share. And then think about the things that people may want to know about you that speak to your beliefs and the clients you may want to work with. So if you know Monique, or if you don't, here's the things you need to know about me that may have nothing to do with my business, but are very much aligned with how I do what I do. So one, I'm a breast cancer advocate. So that means you're going to hear about breast cancer on the first of every month. Inside of my feed, I'm going to be talking about it. I live in Canada, so I'll be talking about Canadian things, probably. Right? Lockdown, lockdown, we're coming off lockdown. Monique loves Starbucks. I'll be talking about this. But I don't just talk about it in the terms of Monique loves Starbucks. I talk about why Monique loves Starbucks, because of this curated experience Monique gets from Starbucks. Also about the little wins and all of these things. All of it still ties back to the what I teach and the why I teach what I do. And then Monique loves to shop and she loves to travel, right? These are things that are, you know, part of me, but also have a lot, they still have something to do with my business because I curate branded personal brand photo shoots, which has a lot to do with my background in shopping, which has a lot to do with travel and where I go and the experiences that I create for myself and for my clients. Number four, share the behind the scenes of how you built your business. People want to know how you uniquely do what you do. So you don't need to give away all the sauce, all of the juice, but people want to know like what makes how you do what you do maybe unique, different from other people. People want to see you doing what you do, the behind the scenes, not just you talking about the do what you do, right? So if I use Monique's VIP photo shoot experiences as an example, 
I show the behind the scenes. I show not just the behind the scenes. I show the lead up. I show the clients. I show the shopping. When I do the the prop shopping with the clothes shopping on the way there, the behind the scenes of the whole thing, the food that we're eating, the makeup artist, the before and afters of the client. We spend a lot of time as a team making sure we capture these things so people can imagine themselves there. So they can come on the journey with us. People want to come on the journey with us. They don't want to just, you know, some people do. Some people just want to see the finished product and they're like done. But some they can't imagine themselves all the time if they just see the finished product, right? Like that's why before and after photos are so impactful, right? See where my client was before with her brand. See where they are now. See what they looked like, how they dressed, how they were before. They wanted to up level. This is the business that they're in. Now we took the photography, we did the brand coaching, all of that. Now see where they are. People love to see the transformation. So take people on the journey with you. Number five, think about what accomplishments add to your credibility. What accomplishments do you have add to your credibility? So dig back into your journey and look at what makes you qualified to teach, sell, run program, run that workshop. What is it in your arsenal that you have that make you uniquely qualified to do that? Because that is the thing people buy into you. People are buying you. People are not just buying a product and a service because someone out there, no matter how unique your business is doing exactly what you're doing. So why you? So we're on number five and I'll do a recap after. What accomplishments add to your credibility. So when I look at, and sometimes we don't even realize the things that we've done and how they add to the, who we are today, right? Like I had to really like at one point look and be like, how did I end up doing VIP branded photo shoots, right? Like that was never part of the business model that came about as clients were asking one, two, as I was seeing them work with other photographers or other having other brand shoots and looking at the visuals or them saying, I just had a photo shoot and me looking at the photos and being like, yeah, but based on everything that you've said to me, this isn't even on brand. This doesn't even look like you. This doesn't look like your vibe, your energy, you know, they're, the photos are falling flat. And they're like, I know. And I don't know why. Right. So they would work with me to figure out who they were as a brand. Cause listen, you cannot do side note. You cannot do an amazing brand photo shoot if you don't know who you are as a brand. If you don't know who you are, your vibe, your energy, the words that articulate who you are, you don't have the right team who understand that. Like you can't do an amazing photo session with with photography that jumps off the screen if you don't know who you are. Period. Rashida knows she's been there, right? Rashida. Yes. Rashida was in the last photo shoot. We had such a great time. So we're considering doing another one for August. If you're interested in that, send me a DM or go to the website, check it out, go to the link in the bio, check it out. This is a experience. This is not a photo shoot. It is all of the above. So there are a lot of pieces involved. There's styling, there's consultations, there's coaching, there's brand development, color development. The photo shoot is the day that's one, that's the, that's the one thing. And then you have a gallery of photos to choose from, but the process is way bigger than that. So take a look. If you think that's what you want, we already have two of the four spots full. There's only four spots available for August. It's a group shoot. Anyways, you can DM me about that. So when I look back at my journey as a business owner, as a entrepreneur, I'm like, how did photo shoots even come to be? So I was a jewelry designer. After I left my corporate job, my six-figure income, I 
left that company, my fashion, I was working in product development and I launched a jewelry company. Now, when you go from working in a corporate situation to having your own business, you've got to do everything yourself. So I was like, I obviously have to have a photo shoot for my jewelry so I can get a great lookbook and go present it to the buyers, right? So I had many photo shoots. I hired a friend who was a stylist. I hired a makeup artist. I hired models from an agency. I had all of this product and I did creative direction for the whole damn thing. And I did this a few times and it is work. I was like, wow, right? Like when you don't have a team of your own, like paid for, and you're going to do it yourself, you get mad creative. So I was doing photo shoots for my own business coming from a company where we had a whole department that just focused on photography and visuals. So I had learned a lot, right? And I went to school for fashion. So there's that, right? But if you look at your journey, what makes you credible? This is what we're talking about, the journey, right? So we've got Monique who went to school for fashion, had to do photo shoots in school. Then she got her six-figure job and got to witness photo shoots. And I did a lot of the organization for collecting all of the items from all of the departments to do the photo shoot. Then I went and launched a jewelry company where I had to do my own photo shoots. Then I went on to work for a company where I had to create the advertising collateral. So I had to, and it was for, it wasn't even for clothes. It was for outdoor summer living for luxury homes. Some were luxury, some were not, but I had to like make sure we found the right house found the team that would prop everything. I had to be there on site. I had to move things around. I had to set the table as if you're having this outdoor experience. I had to color coordinate. Like all of these pieces then led to fast forward. That was in 2000. I mean, you're getting this long winded story, but it. May, I'm, I have a point. By the time when he launched this business, which was like probably five years, three, four years after the fact of that last company, photo shoots are a no brainer. That is my point right? So looking at what has happened in your life, what makes you uniquely qualified to teach, give, sell the thing that you do? What adds to your credibility? So let's do a recap. I want you to look this to anyone who's coming in. I've been preparing my whole life for this. Yes, Roxanne, I truly believe that. And sometimes, but that was the thing though. We don't know what is happening, what experience we're having that will prepare us for our next thing. So sometimes... We're doing something and we're like, why am I even doing this? Actually, this is a good point. Thank you, Roxanne, for pointing that out because I'm like, Monique, maybe you're getting a lesson right now, right? It's like, there's things that will happen that you're like, why am I even doing this? This does not sit, this is not what I want to be doing. It's not exactly it. I haven't reached the top of the mountain yet. What's the point of this? Like all of that stuff. And then fast forward your years in your years later and you're like, oh, I get it now because the things that I see, I've had photographers tell me the things that I see in a photo either before or after is you is uniquely trained. eye. it's a uniquely trained eye for that. It's not just anybody can go and take a picture and snap some pictures and, you know, by luck, catch something great. You might. But when you are building a business and you are the face of your business, which we all are, the photography, the visuals are that much more important because nine out of 10 times, that's what people have to go on. They see a picture and they decide, look at that person. I like them. They look great. They look like professional. They look credible. They look trustworthy. We are deciding from visuals. We process visuals. What is it? Like 60,000 times faster than we do words, right? So you can't be skimping on the visuals. Your business is going to suffer. 
All that to say, <laughs> you don't know what is preparing you for that moment. So Roxanne was saying, I, Monique, that is, you've been preparing for this your whole life. So let's recap. Okay. So we were talking about the five ways you can start sharing your story today online. Do not shy away from who you are. We all have a story to share. It's what makes us truly unique and people want to hear it. People want to give their money to people they like, to people they trust, to people they could maybe see themselves going on um, a coffee date with or going to dinner or whatever the case is, right? Like that's what people, that's what people want to give their money to. The first one was share the what happened, right? What happened? What was the catalyst in your story? Number two was share, oh wait, it's the share what happened, the catalyst in your story and then the what you decided based on the what happened as it pertains to why you do your business, why you sell what you sell, why your program even developed. Number two is share the before and after stories. Who have you helped? Where were they before they worked with you? What were they struggling with? And now where are they after they worked with you? Number three is show the behind the scenes of who you are. Your personal brand is a curated online experience. You do not need to share every nook and cranny of your life. Privacy is still a real thing. And I would recommend highly, don't put anything on a billboard. Don't put anything on Instagram that you wouldn't want on a billboard. And don't share anything that you are not healed from and you don't want to be having no Instagram battles with. And then the fourth one is share the behind the scenes of how you built your business. People want to go on the journey with you. Let them know. Let them see. How do you, how is the sauce made, right? Without giving away all the secrets. But how is the sauce made? So they can imagine themselves in that person's shoes and hire you. And number five is showcasing the accomplishments that add to your credibility. So people can understand why are you the one? What has happened? What have you done? What training have you done? Who have you helped? What journeys have you been on that make you uniquely qualified? to take them through the transformation they desire. So those are the top five, guys. If you need all the nitty-gritty, nitty go back and watch. Tanya had a question. How do you wave to people? <laughs> yes, you can't, wave to, you can't wave to people, but as you do a live, there's a little wave icon that pops up, and then I push it, and it waves to you. That's how it works, but you can't wave to me. Or you can wave to me, but you can't wave to everybody else on the thing. I love that. Okay, guys, that's it. That's all. Go have an amazing week. Go share your story with your audience. Do a reintroduce yourself post to your audience. Like people know, you think people know what you do. A lot of people who follow you have no idea. Let people know. All right, go be amazing. And if you have any questions about the VIP photo shoot experience, send me a DM. I'll send you some details. And if you're in Canada, if you're not even Canada, because some of Canada is open. If you're in Toronto and the GTA, get ready for the fire, baby, because lockdown is about to be over. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, follow me over on Instagram at MoniquePrian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y and set your alarm to every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show. And if you want to experience the juice 24-7... 
make sure you join my free Facebook community, The Juicy Brand Squad, where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business.